Is this election being fought on the issues that Canadians really care about? I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. Former Prime Minister Kim Campbell never won an election. In the one campaign she ran in, she made misstep after misstep and ended up losing in one of the biggest landslides in Canadian history. One of her worst gaffes and most memorable moments on that campaign trail was when she said this, an election is no time to discuss serious issues. Well, Kim Campbell lost, and I think for good reason. Elections are a perfect time to talk about the serious issues that matter to Canadians. And so in that spirit, we surveyed our True North audience to find out what issues they care about and what issues they'd like to see focused on in the election. There were four major issues that came out in this survey. The first one is personal freedom, including freedom of speech, internet censorship, government funding of the media, and the collusion between big tech and big government. The second issue that True North Nation wants us to cover is the health of the economy, including creating jobs, growing the economy, balancing the budget, and attracting investment. The third is the tax burden on families. And number four is bringing more jobs to Canada, specifically bringing manufacturing jobs back to Canada. So are the leaders discussing these issues? Are the leaders addressing the issues that actually matter to Canadians? And to help us make sense of some of these issues, we have our True North in-house pollster, Hamish Marshall, joining us on the line. Hi, Hamish. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Hi, Candace. Great to be here. So I want to focus in on the campaign so far and what each of the leaders have been talking about and their messaging uh, so, so we can sort of understand how they're doing and connecting with Canadians. So first, let's start with Justin Trudeau. I, I think he started off, it, it looks like a pretty rocky start, to be, to be fair. I think that he's flip-flopped on vaccine mandates. Uh, we've seen the bungling of the Afghanistan file. And then he came up with this weird she-session she thing yesterday, and he didn't even deliver the lines properly, but I think he's trying to... Uh, you know, criticize the conservatives for not being feminist enough. So can you help us understand what it is that Justin Trudeau is going for in this campaign? Well, I think he's, you know, his, his core message is that uh, things have been going pretty well. We've you know, done a good job fighting the vaccine and, you know, we'll keep, keep going and we can do great things together. Um, obviously, the last few days, I think there's been, a, as you say, a few bumps along the road. Although the one thing I will say about Trudeau and the Liberals is that when they often get the initial reaction to something wrong, Afghanistan, um, uh, you know, fudging on, on recognizing the Taliban, um, even on the, the vaccine mandates uh, situation, they often get their first initial gut reaction. They, they screw something up and it doesn't really click. They fix it fast. And, you know, what happened is, you know, Trudeau on... Uh, I guess it was Monday, said, we're, we're you know, I'm, I'm wait and see, we're recognizing the Taliban. But by then, the next day, he was saying, we have no plans to do it, and they're terrorists. They fix it fast. And for those of us who obsess about elections, we can say, well, he said one thing, he changed his mind, he flip-flopped. The vast, vast majority of people aren't paying that close attention. It's the middle of August, and, they, and he gets to the right point quickly. He doesn't take a week to fix something. So we might have noticed that he flip-flopped, but the vast majority of Canadians are just going to say, well, he doesn't think we're going to recognize the Taliban. So he has a problem, but he can fix it quickly. And that's one of the reasons why he wins elections. That's 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 a really good point. What, what do you think, just, just to focus in a little bit more on Afghanistan? I mean, this was probably totally unforeseen by the liberals when they decided to prompt this election. And, you know, there is a lot of punditry out there saying you know, that this is a disaster for Trudeau, the fact that he's hosting this election and forcing us into it while 
this this country that Canada has had a stake in working on and rebuilding over the last two decades uh, has been taken over by the terrorist group that we helped remove. Do you think that will have an impact on Trudeau? Do you think that will, uh, you know, cre- create a negativity around him hosting this election in the first place? Oh, look, I, I, I would love to say yes, but I, I think that the, 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 the so I don't know if the Liberals would have called the election the same day that Kabul fell if they'd known it was going to happen. Um, the problem he's got is his promise to refugees, right? He promised that we're going to bring 20,000 refugees over, uh, over from, uh, from Afghanistan, uh, you know, obviously, in some cases, people connected to people who help the Canadian forces, uh, which which sounds sounds good. How that's implemented is where the danger is for him. You know, if if stories come out that people waiting for Canadian protection or ended up getting you know taken away by the Taliban or or, or getting uh, uh, you know hurt or killed, that's where it can become very 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 dangerous for people that Canada may have promised to, and while waiting for us to deliver. Um, uh, end up in a very bad situation. That's where it can be very dangerous to him. I don't think anyone's going to blame him for for the fall of Kabul. I don't think, uh, you know, Canadians, uh, Canada pulled its forces out of a, out, out of Afghanistan uh, years ago. It's not it's not the same situation that's going on in the states. Okay, let's let's move on and talk about Aaron O'Toole, conservative leader, because he he has been focusing on the issues that True North Survey found that our supporters and our readers and our viewers really do care about. I'm talking about consumer issues. Uh, he he had a really interesting idea to to get rid of the uh, GST for the month of December to try to spur uh, retail shopping. Um, he's he's focused on innovation and attracting jobs to Canada. So I want your analysis. How how has his message been breaking through and do these sort of economic issues really move voters? Well, I think they've, they've moved the voters who care about them. And as, you, as your, your True North survey identified, there's lots of people who do. The people who are um, moved by those issues are more on the conservative side of the spectrum. So he's talking about issues that work with his conservative base, but they also work with uh, voters who are open to voting conservative who might not be, who might just be kicking the tires right now. So it's certainly the right message for the sort of people uh, that he needs in order to uh, get more votes and more CDE for go. Um, you know, uh, the, the GST vacation, certainly interesting and eye-catching, but we saw it tried in BC uh, last year when they talked about doing it for a full year. Um, we'll see how it plays out in, uh, in this election. And I want to pick up on his housing policy as well, because I was a little surprised. I was reading an analysis in McLean's, which uh, doesn't really seem to usually be a place where you would find, um, you know, complimentary material about the conservatives. But they, they said that Aaron O'Toole's housing uh, policy and, and his ideas to to uh, enable more houses to be built across Canada. I think he, he said that he wants a million new houses to be built. Uh, do you think that's a strong issue uh, for O'Toole? And is that, is that something that Canadians uh, will, will vote over? Well, Canadians are deeply concerned about the price of housing, especially in, uh, in Toronto and Vancouver. But frankly, it, it's in most major centres now. Um, it's becoming unaffordable to buy a, a family house uh, with, you know, inside of a couple-hour commute. Uh, and that's a really big problem for a lot of Canadians, and any uh, polling uh, will show that. The trick is what to do about it. Uh, research that, that I've done in the past shows that people see it primarily uh, as, a, as a demand issue, not a supply issue. It might very well be a supply issue that um, we can do things to create a million new houses, to reduce uh, red tape at city halls and everything else in order to get more houses built quickly. Canadians see it as a function of, uh, you know, a good chunk of Canadians uh, blame, blame this on uh, foreign uh, buyers, foreign investors uh, coming in and buying up uh, houses. 
Uh, another group uh, simply feel that, you know, non-market housing should really just be constructed by a provincial or federal government or some municipal government for someone. The number of people who think that it's we can open up uh, huge amounts more housing construction uh, based on um, uh, regulatory changes in order to make it easier to build houses is you know, I think a little, it's quite small. Uh, I think it's a good idea, but it's not something that, it's, it's a policy that needs to be explained. I mean, Canadians have explained to them, they get it, but it's not their first gut instinct of what the answer is. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's move on to Jagmeet Singh. So the NDP is really focused, it seems, uh, their, their entire platform was focused on ways to tax the ultra-rich. And, you know, this seems to be going back to the sort of bread and butter for the NDP. Uh, do you think this is a good uh, way for the NDP to sort of threaten Trudeau and his base by talking about these uh, new, new tax uh, new tax regime for ultra-rich Canadians? Yeah, absolutely. I think, look, the NDP have, have one very, very important job, which is make sure that Trudeau can't progresses into voting for him and NDP bleed three, four, five points in the last 10 days of the campaign. Uh, that for them is the difference between keeping around the same number of seats, maybe picking up a few, and uh, picking up a, a bunch of seats. So they need to do that. In order to do that, they need to keep burnishing their their, their, their true progressive cred and uh, put uh, put a, a wedge on Trudeau around these issues so they can, they can say, well, Trudeau doesn't care about this or Trudeau doesn't care about that. He's not in favor of a, of a wealth tax. Um, so you know, it's not really truly progressive. So I think we're going to see a lot more from them in the, that vein between now and election day. Interesting. Well, Hamish, thank you so much for helping us uh, break this down. We look forward to your continued analysis throughout the campaign. Hamish Marshall, True North's in-house pollster. My pleasure. Contrary to what former Prime Minister Kim Campbell once said, elections are the time to talk about serious issues, and True North will continue to be here to push these issues. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.